Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sometimes I love being right. In fact, I like being right all the time. I think we talked about this on a podcast and Bruce Arians confirmed it in one of my questions on Monday when we got him in the post game. Remember I talked about Brady and all the checkdowns he had, you know, nine targets to Leonard Fournette, the number one receiver for them uh, in terms of catches with eight. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't seem like their offense, right? They're the no risk it, no biscuit. They came out of the bye week a year ago, and, and Bruce Arians said, you know what, we looked at what we were doing, we decided let's just go for it. Let's just be aggressive. Let's attack. We're going to attack mode. And then you see him come out of the bye week on Sunday, and it was anything but. It was like we're on turtle mode, you know. They're running the ball a lot on first down, bubble screens, check downs, all that stuff. It's like what happened to the vertical passing game? Well, exactly what I thought happened. The first series of the game, of course, to get the false start to start it, um, you know, Tom Brady is trying to hit Tyler Johnson on a stick route for a first down, and he got absolutely blammoed on his left side. I think it was Jonathan Allen. I'm not sure who the who the defensive uh, player was. But, man, at that moment, the first series, when he took that shot, it was over. It was over. Because he is not about he, – he has told us, you know, at the podium before this year that having been through what he – you know, the ACL or whenever that was, 2008 or something like that, he said, he goes, I would rather lose a game any day than lose a season because of injury and you think well hopefully you know you don't have to do one or the other but you know that's sort of where his mind was and when he got hit he was like screw this man and Bruce Arians said it and Arians kind of gave him cover it was Ali Marpet that gave up the pressure to Jonathan Allen Arians said we've got to protect our quarterbacks better early in the game and maybe we'll take some shots down the field like we normally do when he's protected but if he's getting hit a bunch early, he ain't holding on to it very long. And I don't know a quarterback who does. So he didn't he didn't blame him, but he blamed the offensive line and said, yeah, that's kind of not what we're about. Like, you can't get that guy hit. So I, I thought that was really, really interesting that, you know, they kind of gave that up about Tom. That, And Tom has said it, rather miss a game than get hurt and lose the season. You know, but you're also giving the playbook to your opponents. Yeah, well, yeah, and I, but I think it's been out there, right? I well, mean, I, I think it, it's a known. little more so now because he's 44 for sure than in the past. But yeah, if you can, I heard Ron Rivera. This is a true story. I'm in, I'm up there in Washington. I'm actually in Baltimore, but I'm, I'm in the D.C. area, and I'm listening. I turn on the TV. It's like the Ron Rivera show. I'm like, well, this will be interesting. So I'm listening to him, and they're talking about Brady because. The Bucks have scored twice as many points per game. They, you know, their, the numbers were crazy, and you know, Rivera, um, Rivera said it. He he said it on the show. He goes, "Look, you know, everybody knows like you want to bring pressure inside if you can, and if you can hit them, 
by all means, hit this guy and hit him early and hit him and let him know, you know, he's in for a long day so he can get the ball out of his hands. And that's exactly what happened. Marpet got beat. Jonathan Allen crushed him. And he was never the same. And that was series number one. And he just didn't. And look, I'm not saying Tom Brady had a bad game. I'm not saying he's the reason they lost. They gave up a 10-and-a-half-minute drive. I'd love to see what Brady would have done needing a field goal or even a touchdown to win, you know, with any time under, what, two minutes or so. I mean, he got it back with like 20-something seconds. But, yeah, you just, you know, he got he got blindsided, man, and he he was not going to do it. He just wasn't going to. Well, and, and we've talked about this before going into the season and, and, and this, that – and, and, and as you mentioned, Tom has talked about it for a while. I'd rather lose yeah. than get hurt. Mm-hmm. If you're Bruce Arians, you'd rather lose Same thing. than get your quarterback hurt. Same thing. If you're yeah. Jason Light, you're the, the owners, you're any, any teammate. I mean, Tom Brady any... Tom Brady is your ticket to get to what you Bowl, want, to, to hopefully get back to another Super Bowl. Yeah. Do you think Blaine Gabbert or Kyle Trask is going to be that answer? No. Not, not personally, I don't. Not mm-hmm. this year. And so he's your franchise, and and you know, and so you're glad he's not standing back there taking those hits because you want him for 17 weeks regular season and then the postseason. I mean, he's been durable that way. But the reason he has been is there was probably a time when he tried to hang in there, and not anymore. He's he is bailing. So you better find a way to protect him because it'll look ugly. I just I thought that was so interesting. You know, Arians talked a lot. Um, too and he did this after the game he talked about how the team didn't have enough passion you know like they had in practice during the week they couldn't they couldn't ratchet that up and the only guy that did and he said he should be player of the week was Devin White you know Devin White ran around I mean he always runs around okay but he ran around smartly and made a bunch of plays like two sacks um 18 tackles like all this stuff right he filled up the stat sheet so you know that well, which that, is good to see, considering the last game that he played. Right, but he's the only one. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was, like he's the guy that he held up and said, "If we all played that way, you know, instead of playing nine minutes of of impassioned, you know, passionate football, and the rest of it, we stink. We're not, we're done. I mean, that's how you get a ten and a, a ten and a half minute drive to end the game. Like that can't happen. You know, as bad a day as Brady was having, he easily could have brought him back and won the game and. You know, you just you just let them control it. So yeah, there wasn't there wasn't much good to come out of it. it wasn't much good at all. But, but there was some good news on Vita Vea. There was. I mean, Vea. You know, he got it, it was terrible timing. Like he literally the last play of the yeah. game on offense, he gets hurt on the one one yard touchdown run. They cart him off. I'm like, that's Vita Vea in a cart, really? After you know, last year he. Fractured, had that gruesome fracture of his leg and ankle, um, and they're carting him off. The good news is, and I guess it's good news, it's certainly better than what we expected, he has a bone bruise, and, you know, he's got a little bit of an MCL sprain, but not very, and, and, you know, and even Bruce Arians wouldn't rule him out for this week. I think I would hold him back. I want to, that's the one guy I don't want to lose for the season if I had to pick, and it's certainly a, a blow for the, for the defense. Um, but he's going to be okay. Like he's, you know, they dodged. They really dodged it there. Richard Sherman, on the other hand, eh, you could probably head your way back to Washington now if you want to. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. 
I, I think this is a situation that, you know what, we got him. We were in emergency. He held up as long as he could. We almost got three games out of him. He came back, got hurt again. And, you know, you just have so few corners that you might have to keep him around. But um, Arian said that I, I have no clue when or if this guy's going to play for us again this year. Yeah, and that's, you know, we talked about, you know, when they initially signed him and he played and playing, what, three games in 11 days, coming yeah. from the couch at his age oh. and that. And it was amazing he got through two games and then got hurt in the third. But got, to see yeah. but to see him all of a sudden thought he was playing and then gets hurt again, yeah, you do have to kind of wonder whether he'll make it back. And by the time he could get back, you're hoping the rest of your secondary is back. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's – it's Willie Mays, right, chugging into home for the Mets. I mean, it's just – it's not good. You know, tape don't lie, and, and uh, he's not been healthy, and you don't – you know, that's kind of a luck thing. You don't blame a guy for getting hurt, but man got hurt before the game. <laughs> so – and then they then they put in his replacement, Adi Delaney, and he got a concussion. So, like, now you're down two – it's just – they got to get these corners back. They got to get Sean Murphy bunting and maybe later Carlton Davis. You know, you you came in with a, a secondary you were excited about, and now, you know, you're just pulling guys trying to trying to make it work. But injuries are a problem, man. No, we won't know about Gronk, and we won't know about some of those guys, AB and them, um, until I would think, you know, later into the week. I mean, they got. They play Monday night against the Giants, so they got like in a bonus day in there somewhere. Um, so they'll get some guys healed up. But, yeah, he just, you know, didn't like the passion of the game, um, certainly didn't like the execution. They only had it 40-something plays. Um, there was not much good to take out of that. That was an old-fashioned wake-up call, if you ask me. And I heard somebody saying, like, you know, well, good, you know. The, you know, two in a row, I mean, that that'll get your attention. But you hope, yeah. I mean, but you, could, you could say everybody's. good if the team responds, yeah. responds and makes adjustments. I mean, you can also yeah. turn two in a row to three in a row. Yeah, you can. Now you know you're coming back home, and this team has played better at home, but that's no guarantee, right? I mean, you know, those those you know. A loss can wake up a team or focus you in this and the other. Yeah, it's true some of the times. It's not yeah. always true. I mean, in hindsight, you know that. Right. You don't know it in the moment. You know, I'm sure the coaches are going to try to use it to that advantage. Yeah. But, you and know. It may, it, it may work. I mean, it may they may need to drum. Like, seriously, they may need to drum up some, some adversity. If there's none exist. Sometimes teams create their own. No, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm know? sure Tom can come up with something. Yeah, yeah, he can. <laughs> He's done that before. <laughs> Dead guy. Dead guy. I tell you, six questions. Okay, guys, got to go. Keep it short. He was on with Jim Gray. You know. Let's go. Let's go podcast. Well, Tom, you had a really tough one yesterday. Well, what can you tell us what went on out there? You know, it's like. Well, Jim, we lost. But he was much more—he was much more vocal, at least with Jim, than he when he was with us. Um, and I know he got some criticism for that. But man, at least try to answer a question, even if it's Belichickian. At least like like you're making the effort. 
Um, he wanted no parts of that. And uh, he's... He's he's madder than anybody. I just don't know that everybody feels his pain. <laughs> I think that there's Brady level of pain, and then there's everybody else. You know. I guess but, we'll know, we'll know Monday night. I think we'll, I think Monday night's going to be telling for this team. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and from and his, it's not necessarily the result. Uh, 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 steal from oh. John Cooper. You know, it's process over outcome. Yeah, that's easy to say when you got eighty three. Well, games. it absolutely is. But I mean, you know. Is, is, I know what know, he means. Is Tom Brady getting hit? Is he, you know, throwing it downfield? Is the the defense not giving up nineteen play drives uh, when you need to stop? Uh, you know, I mean, just yeah. In, in hockey or basketball or baseball, it's a lot easier to say process over outcome because you have so many games. No, but, that's true. But you know how they respond to two losses in a row now. You know. Th- Losing ground in the NFC, although you know the Rams lost on Monday night, that helps, of course. Yeah, but you, you know this team. I mean, presumably, maybe the Panthers are getting better with Cam Newton. You know, you're only a game up on the Saints. You could have been two games up had you played better in Washington. Yeah, you blew that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would have been a nice lead. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how they respond. I think will be very telling. There's, it's not a murderer's road. It's not like there's, you know, the, it's the best teams in the NFL and all that. But mm-hmm. it really, isn't any given Sunday league. I mean, there's just there's a lot of football ahead of them. And um, but you want to win this division. We've talked about this many times. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, to go on the road three times in the playoffs to try to get it's to a impossible. Super Bowl is not this year, particularly in the way this team plays on the road. Right. Yeah. Anxious to see who that team's going to be. You know, boy, uh, Monday night, man, San Francisco just blasted the Rams. I didn't see that one coming. They got Odell. First throw to Odell's picked off. <laughs> it was classic, man. It's like, welcome to my nightmare. It was horrible. The Bucks have the extra time to, to be off. Uh, B.A. wants them to all play like Devin White. That's obvious why. Um you know, this Giants team is physical. I don't think they're very good. But now, proving they can lose to literally anybody. So, it's going to be interesting. They're going to have a little time off and then get ready for a nationally televised game. Another night game. God help me. Um, but they are at home. Another late so podcast. Another, yeah, well, I guess so. I mean, I, I mean, I. So it's a Monday night. Maybe we can tape something that's non-Bucks related before that. Maybe we can do like a mailbag that doesn't involve like the game because, yeah, that's that's a three a.m.er. I don't see that. I like to avoid that if possible. Yeah, we won't. We probably just do something different. I would think that day they go out and lose that game. You can't not talk about it. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Get home pretty late. Call me in the car. I hate I hate Monday night or Sunday night games. There's just not enough time to get down and come back and write. And even though you know we have digital deadlines, they're not as great as you would think. And yeah, I'm not I'm not looking for that, man. That's gonna that's gonna be a tough one. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Meanwhile, uh, your Tampa Bay Lightning had a night. You know, this is the first game I I almost watched the entire game, which is always good to do if you're going to evaluate a team. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I didn't plan on evaluating them. True or false? This is the most Lightning. This 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 particular brand they put out there looks as much as the Lightning did when they made that run as any like that was Lightning hockey. I mean that. I recognize what they were doing, you know, fell behind early, but then, man, they hit everything that moved. They stood up for each other. They were aggressive. They, mm-hmm. they went into, into the crease and banged away and got dirty goals. That looked like a that looked like a playoff game to me. It definitely felt like a playoff game. And, and look, this was the first time that the Islanders and Lightning have faced since game seven of the – it was the – it wasn't the Eastern Conference final last year because there were no conferences faced – on the division realignment, but yeah, the first time the since had to beat, yeah, yes, the game seven last season when if you know, quite frankly, and the Islanders believe this, and and I do too. Had the Islanders beaten the Lightning in that game, they would have been the Stanley Cup champions because they were a better team than Montreal as well. And so you know they wanted to. I mean, right from the jump, I mean, Zdeno Char and Pat Maroon fought on the opening faceoff. Yeah, that's always a that's always a harbinger of things to come. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Thanks. anybody that has Chara is going to be a physical game. Well, and he wasn't done fighting either after he, you know, cross-checks yeah. Boris Kachuk in the face. Don't you think you get games for what he did there? Can, you can't cross-check a guy. I, that, I, well, the hard part for him is is that, you know. He's so tall. You know, he just reaches his hands out and it's everybody's face. I mean. Yeah, but that's it's. I mean, <laughs> but, come no. on. You know what? Lurch lurch on a pair of skates, you know, is still lurch. Like, you still got to play by the rules, man. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't understand how that's only a two-minute penalty. Me either. Um, you know, the one that uh, they had on, on Kalorn, which they called a major initially and, and called back to a, a minor. I, I, that may have been the right call, charging instead of the, the major. I didn't like Sorelli getting a 10-minute misconduct on top of all that. Right. I thought to sit him for 17 minutes. That's considering the type, I mean, you called it a major hit on the ice. He was responding to a major. Yeah. I don't understand how he gets 17 on that, but, you know, the fighting part, if you, the instigation, sure, no problem on that. I don't, the 10 minute misconduct on top of that, I, I completely disagreed with. Um, you know, we, we've seen, and look, so the last three games, and we've talked about this, they've played Carolina, Florida, and the Islanders. The three teams they beat on the way to the Stanley Cup final last year. Yeah. All three wanted revenge. Mm-hmm. All three were getting very physical. Right. I would even say there was Florida was getting downright dirty. <laughs> right. Uh, the Islanders were definitely trying to push that envelope. It, it's that old narrative of the lightning or soft. And, and without the Gord line, I mean, cause, just think about this. When, when teams would get physical and – Start taking runs and cheap shots. Who were the guys that would respond to it? Well, you lost three of them. Gord, Gaudreau, and Coleman would have been three of the first guys in there yeah, to stand sure. up for a teammate. Mm-hmm. Or to, 
you know, take on somebody who's taking shots at Braden Point or Stamkos or Cooch or whoever else. And there's, yeah. a, there's a few, Chernak, and there's a few others on the team currently. I, I think you've seen the last week here, teams going, are the Lightning still tough enough? And then you saw Braden Point fight the other night. You saw Anthony Sorelli fight. Sorelli well, had a good one on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've seen Boris Kachuk take on Zidane Ochara. You yeah. don't, most people don't do that. Now, granted, no. he was reacting to a cross-check in the face. I don't even know if he <laughs> realized it was Chara when he did. I think he just reacted. But good on that sense. kid for standing up for himself. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think I think the Lightning are trying to, you know, I think from points, really, not that it was premeditated, because I don't think it was, but, you know, we're going to show you. And, th- and that goes around the league. When Point stands up for himself and Sorelli stands up for a teammate, it gets around the league that, you know, this team's not soft. Right, you're not fighting one of them. You're going yeah. all of them. Right, and know. I think there's, I think you know, some teams may have questioned. Their I, toughness. I don't say how much. Yeah, their toughness that they had this season because of who they lost, and it's a legit question. And I think you've seen them tested. And the Lightning took five out of six points from those teams. Yeah, that was nice, man. I mean, and, and you say this was about as Lightning of a team. They've pointed in eight straight games. So let me read you the goals against they've had for the last. I'll just go back through the schedule. They gave up one goal tonight. Gave yeah. up two to Florida. Okay. Gave up two to Carolina. One of that's the overtime winner. Gave up three to Ottawa, but you won that game five to three, and one of the goals was scored with 10 seconds left. Really, I mean, that's a throwaway goal at that point. Right. So two goals. You gave up two to Toronto, one of them in overtime that you lost. You gave up two to Washington. You gave up one to Arizona. You gave up one to Pittsburgh. So that's is that the eight that's the eight games, I believe. You mm-hmm. basically gave up two goals or less in all eight of those games. It's pretty impressive. I mean, that's you didn't necessarily realize it as you were going through it, but the Lightning started getting back to defensive play that they didn't, particularly in the opener against Pittsburgh when they got embarrassed. Right. And then they gave up what, six to Detroit? You gave right. up four to Florida in the fourth game. You gave up, you know, four to Colorado, but then in five to Buffalo. So really, your, your first six games, you gave up a lot of goals. Since then, they've played some pretty damn good defense. And, and mm-hmm. Vasilevsky's been fantastic, too. I mean, he's bailed him out on some, but your goalie's part of your, your defense as well. He counts. And so, you know, the Lightning have – it was a rough what, first six games, but since then, they've played really they've played really well. And they've been playing some good teams of late and played really well. Yeah. No, they're going to be fine. I think it's just time on task, right? You just got to get familiar with some of the new guys and them with you, and you know all that stuff. So, well, and I, I think um, there was I think there was a little a little hangover from the beginning of the year. I mean, you're two time Cup champions. Yeah, you had a really short off season. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so how ready were you for that 82 game stretch? You know, mentally, I think more than physically. Yeah, because other teams are dealing with the physical part too, but you you've got the burden of being champions, yeah. and, and I say it's a burden. And you're you know incorporating a lot of younger guys in there from you know right. Alex Barry Boulay and Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk and Matthew Joseph's taking a bigger role, and you know Ross Colton's taking a bigger role at times, and you know you added Corey Perry and Pierre Edward Belmar, and you know you start to say, wow, that's a lot of changes there. Yeah, um, you know, so they, they're figuring some things out, and they're still figuring some things out. But they're playing much better of late. 
they're oh they're confidence you, know, you can see it mm-hmm. in the standings they're fine yeah uh you know i want to say they're what third in the division right now mm-hmm and they're you know behind florida and toronto what four four points behind florida two behind toronto they got games in hand on both of them in detroit's a point behind them but you know lightning have three games in hand the lightning are sitting fine you know you're Twenty percent of the way through the season at this point, or pretty close. Well, I tried to panic everybody as soon as I mm-hmm. could, but it didn't work. So we'll 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 try again, probably in you know another yeah ten or twelve. Eric weeks. Chernak looks like he might be back sooner than later. He was uh, John Cooper just you know when asked about him was just like well he's not available tonight. You know normally <laughs> if he's going to be out a while it's well he's not ready yet or whatever he was skating before <laughs> practice really? today so he might be back possibly. Thursday in Philly, maybe this weekend when they have back-to-back games. To get him back is huge. And Zach Bogosian's played very well filling in. Yeah. No, as long as you got Vassy, who makes some incredible, incredible stops still. The guy's so solid. I mean, they're gonna, I think they're going to be fine. I think, you know, they're getting better, and, and those lines are playing together longer. And, you know, I just – next time I go to Emily Arena, I just want to – my kids – I, they're like Ofer. I This has to be, and they win a lot of games, right? And I swear to you, the last four times they've lost all four. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, and not only did they lose, but they, they didn't score. Like there's maybe one goal, and then the last, I told you about the last game, mm-hmm. it was like three to nothing, and there was like, I don't know, five minutes left. And they started trading scores, and like they wound up like we missed, we missed like five goals on the walk to the car. But, you know, uh, they got a, a busy weekend. They play Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, they're in Philly on Thursday. Then they come back home for the Devils and Wild this weekend. And those are afternoon games. Uh, 4 o'clock on Saturday, 5 o'clock on Sunday, yes. Nice. There you go. You get yeah. the kids back home before they got to get ready for bed. Let's go to school the next day. Well, there's no school. Ne- well, in Hillsborough County, there's no school next week for Thanksgiving. But That's true. It's Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure about Pinellas and the others. but uh, and then the, So they have a four-game homestand. So it's really, they have, what, three and four days. New Jersey, Minnesota over the weekend. Philly on Tuesday. Yeah. And the Kraken come to town the day after Thanksgiving. Kraken and Yanni Gord. Is Yanni hurt or is he playing? He's playing. You know? He's playing. He is playing. Good. I hope, he, hope he's still up. I hope he's still playing. Yeah. That would be a big night. That would be quite a tribute, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a popular I, guy. I know. I know. I know some season ticket holders that are excited about that one. Yeah. Nah, he's a, he's a popular guy. So. Talking about and one uh, other, one other note, and, and we knew this, but Rick Peckham officially goes into the Hockey Hall of Fame on Monday. He went in. Uh, they had the ceremony. It was delayed from last season oh, because cool. of COVID and that. So they actually had the ceremony on Monday. So. He's officially wow, now a member of the Hockey Hall of Fame. So. That's so big time. Will you come to my high, Hall of Fame uh, induction ceremony in Canton? I'm giving the opening speech, aren't I? I don't aren't know I, that I aren't have. Aren't I introducing you? Yeah, see, I don't know <laughs> if I have a presenter because they, they do like they do go up and speak, however. Bob Glauber spoke last year. I'm not sure there's a presenter. I'm, gonna, I'm going up there, man. I don't know. Am <laughs> I invited? I guess that's the first question I should have. Well, asked. yeah, sure. Why not? Um, absolutely. But. Uh, I I just like last year where they had Bob Glover. He went he went in from Newsday. He went up and gave a speech, and his speech it was kind of like, and you know how they go to commercial. They have the woman's voice that speaks up, you know, because you're live at the at the Oscars or in this case, yeah. you know, coming up next. That's right, coming up next, the award for best picture. Like, so 
that had happened, but we were still live in a studio audience in a sense. And all of a sudden, it was like, hey, there's there's Bob Glover from Newsday, man. <laughs> it's like, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I don't... Hall of Fame, that's kind of cool. I mean, going to the Hall of Fame as a writer is kind of neat, or broadcaster. Uh, you go to the Hall of Fame, period, for anything. Yeah, right? My buddy ended it's up Hall in the... Hall of Fame, I mean. That's right. My buddy ended up in the... I hadn't seen him for a while, and I saw one of my ex-baseball teammates say, yeah, you remember Tim? I was like, yeah, the guy was one of the best players I ever played with, a little small guy. He goes, yeah, he's you know, he's in the Arkansas State Hall of Fame, which, okay, don't make a joke because there's some good players there, like the Mario no, Davis. I'm asking when are you going in there? I want to go to that induction ceremony. Yeah, I won't be. Uh, yeah, and maybe as a journalist. I don't know as a player, but, um, but yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. I'm like, wow, that is so cool Like to be in the Hall of Fame. You saw the emotion Lamar Jackson had when he went back to Louisville and they retired his mm-hmm. name or his number. Retired his name. They retired his number. That was cool. Put his name on there. He was touched. He was really touched. And the, a lot of those teachers and instructors he had, he became very close to. So that was really neat. We got news on every Tampa Bay pro sports team, right? We got the Tampa Bay Rays mm-hmm. have a rookie of the year. Is this the second or third one that they've ever Fourth. Had? Fourth. Wow. Yeah, so you so had uh, Longoria, Longoria. Mm-hmm. right? Day, I'm going to say Longoria. Uh, David Price. Nope. No, because he pitched the last part of that series. Huh. Who you got? Jeremy Hellickson. Oh, God, I forgot about him. He was Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Will Myers. Will the Thrill, yeah, I do know that. And now Sorry. Randy Rosarino is the fourth. And how long is he going to stick around for? <laughs> well, like a, a couple years till he's, you know, his arbitration years run out. So well, actually, it may depend on the new CBA and when that, what changes in that regard. So, yeah. And could they? Would they? Could they have put something in their contract like I get paid X if I'm Rookie of the Year, knowing that it was unlikely to be earned? Uh, I don't think. Curious. I don't know for. I, I don't know how standard the the contracts are in baseball. I mean, I think dollar figures can change, but yeah. Um, and, and granted, he was an international signing, so it's different than drafted too. So I don't. I mean, you can put things in there like for Cy Youngs and MVPs, but I don't know on your rookie deals if you can do that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he, he was, was excited. Good. You saw the video. He was very excited. Was he jacked up? Good. Oh, he was. I he's didn't, I have his family, seen it. and he's holding his kid and. He, you know, I wondered, like, I obviously Wander Franco didn't play enough games. I mean, it was neat that he was nominated, though. But Yeah, he finished third. Uh, Luis yeah. Garcia from the Astros. Garcia was a good candidate. Yeah. Wander did get two first-place votes. Oh, Shane, Shane McClanahan got a second-place vote. Did he? he wow. Did. He got one second-place vote. But. Yeah. Well, Randy, I mean, you know, you look at the postseason you had the year before, it's kind of like cheating, right? Like, he got all the codes or something, but... He did. He hit the ground running. He did a nice, nice, solid year. And, uh, what a player! And, and he had another yeah. solid postseason. I mean, it was a short one for the Rays, but no, he was, he was good. one of the few guys still batting and hitting. Look, I mean, him and Wander Franco were the only two guys that I said you can plug them on any team and they'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe better than fine at times, but yeah, that was cool. Oh, we Wander. forgot to mention on yesterday's podcast the Tampa Bay Rowdies are in their conference final. That's right. They've uh, won two playoff games, and now they're on to face, uh, I believe, Louisville Saturday night. Are they on the road? Or are they? No, it's all at home. Playing? They're the best record in the league, so they get home oh, they get... home field throughout. 
That's neat. They're going to so, win yeah. a champion. They're so Saturday champions. night is the conference final. Yeah. And then uh, the following Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend will be the championship if they make it that far. Wow. Champa Bay, baby. Champa Bay. We got the Rowdies. We got the Bucks. We got the football Bucks win. I don't. I don't. They got to snap this this streak though. You don't want to go three games and not win. That would be tough in this league. There's some teams that might run them down from behind. So we'll see. Uh, we're gonna have. Let's tomorrow. Let's do a mailbag. You want to do that? Yes, absolutely. that's always fun. Well, we've already gotten mailbag several segment. in after the yeah. uh, debacle oh. in Washington. Just to clarify the record before we go, Bruce Arian said he was only talking about the second interception and not the first when he was critical of Tom Brady. <laughs> and he said he was the first he was one. He could, it was a fumble on Darden. Right? Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, I think they ruled it an interception because right. he never really had possession. But yeah, he said in my mind that's a fumble. That's a fumble in my mind. That's a, I wasn't. I wasn't talking about that one. But um, and I think we all felt that way. You know, that's not on Brady, obviously. Mm-hmm. But man, the checkdowns just it's driving me nuts watching that. That is, they need to go back to the attack mode. That didn't look good at all. But but you know, the interior line got beat. Ali Marpet, um, they gave up some pressures. You know, you you know, you got to get that, got to get that corrected. So, but yeah, we'll do a mailbag tomorrow. You can do that by sending in your questions to us uh, on Twitter if you want at NFL Stroud or at Sports Day TB. You can also email them to me at rstroud at tampabay.com. We'll do a little mailbag. I'm sure we'll have Matt Baker later this week. Mm-hmm. Still talking about Dan Mullen and his future uh, until he no longer has one. But uh, you know, We've got lots to talk about. I mean, Florida State, Miami was a good game. Yeah, it was a good game. USF yeah. played pretty well against Cincinnati. Yep, 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 yep. And now we're getting oh. into the last couple weeks of the season here. I mean, There's some good rivalry games this week, I think. Or some important for the Big Ten standings. And yeah, SEC Michigan State, so. Ohio State's this week. So that's a beauty. Um, that's a that's huge a game. Yeah, it's at it's at Ohio State, right? I think. Yes, I believe so. Yes. So that's a plus. Because then Ohio, Ohio State's got to play Michigan State, Michigan back to back. So and that and the one against Michigan's in Ann Arbor. So. But I like C.J. Stroud. I'll just say that because I like your yeah, name. Well, yes. Um. Somebody said that he could be like a rookie of the year, or rookie of the year, listen to me, the Heisman Trophy candidate at, at his age, which would really be special, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think uh, Kenneth Walker at Michigan State. I would think is, he'd uh, have the inside the inside track, yeah. If he, if he plays well against Ohio State Saturday, he should. Yeah, he's racking it up, just racking it up. Yeah. So that'll be fun. So we'll do we'll talk college football, and then, of course, we'll get you ready it's a little extra day, a little bonus day this week. We'll get you ready for Monday Night Football right there at Raymond James Stadium. It's going to be a good one against the New York Giants. You know Brady loves playing the Giants, right? Oh, uh, well, to, as long as Eli's not there. That's I mean, what I was unless unless he's coming out of retirement not doing the TV show. We're going to we're going to love you know that whole TV show thing with them, but yeah, Monday Night Football, Colts Colts are playing a little better. Carson Wentz playing a little better, so that's going to be a good game down the road as well. You know they got some, mm-hmm. they got some tough games. I mean, at this point, like I said, I don't think I don't think they anyone fears them per se. But you know how it is. You get home, they play much better. You come out, blammo somebody, and you're right back on track. Well, that's the you hard know? part this year. They don't play well on the road, and they got nine road games this year. 
Yeah, you're right. They get because the uh, it's the, the AFC. Yeah, the host. NFC is. Uh, I have nine road games, so. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. We got to win a bunch of them. I know that. Anyway, send your mailbag questions in. We'll talk to you, of course, tomorrow. And uh, we're here all week, Monday through Friday. Thanks for listening. For Steve Burstick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tempe Times. Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.